And I guess that's the whole thing about courage is that, you know, the first step maybe is, is kind of figuring out what you do enjoy and what you are passionate about and what you are good at. And then actually having the courage to step out and do that thing. Yes. Hi, I'm Fiona. And on this podcast, we'll be chatting about the joys and challenges of actively pursuing Jesus. Welcome to the Arising Podcast. I'm Nicole, and we look forward to having honest conversations about navigating real life, purpose, and our God-given dreams with you. We hope to establish community and come alongside you in these discussions and have you be part of these discussions. So let's get into our topic for today. Hello there, everybody. Well, today we are so stoked to be talking to you about passion and being courageous in what you're passionate about. So, hey, Fiona. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's jump straight in. So I figured it would be cool to share with some of our listeners, with all of our listeners, because I mean... It's not like, you know, um, we, can, <laughs> we can share what we're passionate about. So tell us a little bit what you're passionate about and what do you enjoy doing? Um, I think it might be obvious already if you've listened to some of our previous chats and stuff, but I'm definitely passionate about being creative. I mean, it is also my day job to be a designer. Yeah. <laughs> so um, being creative is is something that I'm passionate about and just living out the creativity, but it doesn't end there. I um, truly believe that everyone is a creative. Um, We serve such a creative God and we were made in his image. So um, just to inspire people to pursue their creativity, even though they think they can't draw because creativity doesn't stop or start with drawing. I also am passionate about um, A21 and what they do. So if you don't know who A21 is, they are an organization that is aiming at eradicating human trafficking. And um, I volunteer with them, but we can chat about that in detail some other time. Um, um, The other last thing that I'm passionate about, I would say, is I'm passionate about God's woman and equipping and encouraging them, especially when it comes to not only pursuing their passions, um, but pursuing their purpose. I believe that, um, man, if we go look in Genesis, um, you know, when at the start of everything, God created his creation with such attention to detail um, and such intentionality that everything has a purpose. So if everything that's being created on this earth has a purpose, like we are most definitely included in that. Um, yes. Yeah. So Nicole, tell us what, what are you passionate about? Um, same, same, but different. <laughs> <laughs> so I obviously I'm also very, very passionate about creativity and, and art. And um, I guess, um, yeah, art therapy as a whole, I would say I'm passionate about um, mental health and deliverance and um, yeah, art in general. So obviously, ugh, there's so many branches to the things that we're passionate about, but I guess those would be the overarching things. Um, yeah, and I would say that 
it's so the reason for for us talking about the courage mm. in our passions um is has actually been sparked by i guess the last week or two well probably the last year of my life <laughs> but specifically <laughs> the last week or two i've really been thinking about how we are it's almost like often we we wonder because you were talking about purpose you mentioned purpose mm-hmm. now and so I, I feel, feel like, like the so, two are intertwined. Yes, <laughs> and I think sometimes we, um, sometimes we don't know what our purpose is, or sometimes we can struggle to kind of go like, but what's you know what mm. what am I actually on this on this here earth to do? Um, but I've really I've I've really found that you know often those things that we are passionate about and those things that we're good at um, is a good indication of of kind of you know what we've been called for um, definitely in a obviously um, the context is within reason <laughs> and within yeah. like because I'm passionate about chocolate but the, I mean you know I'm not gonna I can be a chocolatier I mean that would be dope but I probably won't be <laughs> but are you are you passionate about crafting chocolate or just eating it See, I think there's both. a difference <laughs> I think I would actually enjoy crafting it too, but I love eating it mostly. (laughs) On that note though, like um, I heard a pastor say recently and we were speaking about purpose and it's so, so, so true. He was saying that if you, the thing that you dread the most, and this is often what happens when it comes to purpose is we expect, I don't know. I think it's probably this image that we have of God that we're projecting um, in, in part. But we often sure. have this idea of like the thing that we we dread the most. Like if God's going to make me do anything for my purpose, like, oh, let him please not do X, Y, Z. So, for example, mm-hmm. let's say you are terrified of public speaking and you're terrified of getting on a plane and going somewhere. Um, and then all of a sudden you think that your purpose is going to, God is going to make you go speak in a foreign country, which means you're going to have to fly there in front of like thousands of people. And that just terrifies you. And that, like, you know, that's your purpose. Like, And it's not true. So I really believe that God um, has put desires and things that we enjoy and interests and passions in our hearts um, and in our lives to kind of steer us in the right direction um, mm. of our purpose. So if you're going like, oh, you know what? I really, really hate um, public speaking. You're probably not going to become a preacher and that's okay because you're probably better speaking to somebody one-on-one and maybe God will use you in like coffee conversations or you yeah. know, like ministering to a coworker rather than um, ministering and delivering a message to a whole congregation. So you can yeah. take um, kind of courage in that that God is probably not going to make you do um, the thing that you absolutely hate and dread although yeah. the caveat being that sometimes as part of our purpose and our passions it does not exclude doing hard and difficult things or things that we might yes. not enjoy yeah. so yeah that's, sure. that's just part of it um, also there's maybe just like a little saying is the more of um, the more you do what you know, so just starting with what you know and you enjoy to do, the more you do what you know, the more you will know what to do. So take courage in that, that if you found this new thing that you're passionate about and that you enjoy, just keep doing that thing and the rest will come. Um, 
I've realized that God doesn't always um, divulge all of his plans at once <laughs> um, because I think it'll <laughs> overwhelm us. Like if you were no, definitely. To map, if he was to map out every single moment of your life um, for 20 years to come, mm. um, I think you would probably be um, shocked into um, no movement and no progress. Yeah, you, yes. your mind would be blown. Paralyzed. <laughs> So I guess what we're trying to say is focus on what God has already placed inside of you. Um, Mm. And I think Nicole has a great resource um, that can help you figure out what, if you're going like, "Mm, but I'm passionate about all these things and I'm not really quite sure how how it all fits together. She's got something that she wants to share with us. (laughs) Yes. So, um, I, uh, I've had the opportunity to attain a leadership course um, through my church and it's really been so, it's been so awesome. Like I've really enjoyed it and it's, it's, I've learned so much and it's taught me so much. And um, just in this last week, we, we actually did a little bit of a kind of like a test of where your sweet spot is, or where, you know, what you're passionate about and things. And so I really, really loved that. Um, so basically a practical, it's just a practical tool for you to, to really kind of figure out, um, yeah, what you enjoy doing, what you're good at. And it's not always easy to fill, to fill these things in. So, I mean, you know, phone a friend (laughs) or phone your, you know, ask your dad or whatever, um, if you need help, but I'm just going to run through a few practical things Mm. that even while you're listening now, you can make a list. Um, so in, in, yeah, maybe make a list of like four or five things that you are passionate about. So what do you love doing or what, what do you love? What do you enjoy? Um, write those things down. And then, um, in another column, you can write down your talents. So what are you good at? Um, and then, you know, linking those two things together, make a list of what those two columns that you've just written down what they have in common, what, what appears in both of those columns. Um, and that's a great way to, to actually go, okay, cool. Like I'm good at this and I'm passionate about it. Um, so let's, you know, let's see how it goes. Let's develop that. Let's cultivate that. Let's, you know, those kinds of things. Um, and then even after that, the next step that's, that's also super helpful uh, in this journey is to ask yourself questions like how you can actually use these things that you love or that you're good at to actually serve the people around you um, and to to really continue to not only do it because you love it, but actually do it to, to make a great and lasting impact. Um, so questions like, you know, what kind of specific needs in society tug at your heart the mm. most? Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned, Fiona, that you are passionate about, you know, 821 and the work that, you know, setting, setting the captives free from human trafficking, yeah. setting women free from human trafficking in whatever way. And um, that's a passion that we share. So, um, yeah, the next question is, what are the biggest problems you would like to solve? Um, for me personally, that looks like, um, you know, it also it links to injustice and mental health, all those kinds of things. Um, where would you like to see more people contributing? Um, what do you get emotional about, you know, and um, what will help the community the most? And all these things can link into each other um, 
Often I think they do. Sometimes they don't. That's okay. You can do the test, so to speak. You can test yourself in these things often. Like they they might change over time. They might change over seasons. But um, it actually came so in season for me right now because I've always been so passionate about art therapy, but I've never known who and what and where and how and why, you know. Mm. And then I just... It, I just when we had this the course this week I was just like I just have to start like and I guess that's the whole thing about courage is that you know the first step maybe is is kind of figuring out what you do enjoy and what you are passionate about and what you are good at and then actually having the courage to step out and do that thing yes you know because <laughs> you know like it's so hard to step out into something Often it's really hard because you're so passionate about it that you really don't want it to fail. So you just yeah. don't start. <laughs> um, but I, I'd love to read two things to us. Um, the one quote that I read says, um, know that you can start late, look different, be uncertain and still succeed. So good. Um, and that's, enc- your, that's encouraged me so much because I, sometimes we, we have this timeline of, you know, that we have to do certain things at a certain time. And if we're this age and whatever, it has to look a certain way. But actually, God knows exactly what Mm. we need and when we need it and how to develop us to get there. Um, I think we underestimate the the preparation that God does in in times that we don't understand. In the dark room, um, you know, if we've referred to photography and, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, (laughs) And then... Another thing was that what I just, oh, it, it hit me like a ton of bricks <laughs> just now. But, it, you know, just because you're passionate about something doesn't mean that you are going to just get it right the first time or flourish oh. when you start. Like, yes, I think we have this weird expectation that, well, I love it. So, or, well, I'm good at it. So it has to just succeed it the mm. first time. Chances are, again, that's not necessarily always going to happen. Um, it's going to take discipline to cultivate that craft, that thing that you're passionate about. Like, I think we get discouraged when we go, but I love art. Why am I not just magically good at it? Because you have to practice, yes. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> so I think we, sh- we mustn't discount ourselves and um, like be discouraged when it doesn't often work out the first few times. And you also know, kind keep of going, keep, I think we tend to write it off. Um, and be like, oh, well, mm. I am obviously not the best at this, so therefore God can't use it. And there's so many yeah. times in my life that God has come and redeemed something that I have kind yes. of placed a label on myself. Like, for example, with my blog, the writing. Yeah, well, <laughs> right, watercolor was like this week's thing. But like, so a couple of years ago, um, God came and redeemed writing. And I just decided like, um, I don't know, back in school, like I'm not good at writing because I'm not good at spelling and grammar. Um, and God came and redeemed that. And he was like, no, I, I want to redeem your writing and I want to use it um, for my glory. And yeah. <laughs> this week you have inspired me to pick up one of my least favorite mediums, which is watercolor. <laughs> um, and the reason for that being is because watercolor, you cannot control it. It'll do what it wants, and you also cannot be yep. perfectionistic about it because, uh, yeah, it just does what it wants, and it'll mess, and it will. 
you'll be like, I just want these two colors to gently, you know, fade into each other. And then there's this giant water blob that comes and then it's more like <laughs> more green than blue that you wanted. And you like that ruined my whole picture that I had in my head. But um, I'm finding the beauty in that. Like also yeah. what I realized, the big thing about watercolor is um, back when I tried it first and I actually actually had art lessons in watercolor can I just tell you um <laughs> and that's when I decided like looking at all the other students in my work like watercolor is not for me because once again I was comparing myself to what everyone else is doing mm. um and not looking at the potential that God could use what I was doing with what I had in my hand but besides that yeah. <laughs> um it takes patience um because watercolor is almost like such an unstable medium like also with that water, if you just yes. touch that paper, that water will go in a totally different direction. <laughs> and in this in this season of, you know, like lockdown and not being able to leave our house and everything looking very different, um, I've been learning a lot more, like, just to enjoy the quiet, slow moments um, and, and to be patient. Yeah. So, um, and to just actually also, like, slow myself down. So that has actually helped me now that I've retried water watercolor, I was like, oh, okay, you have to, if you want it to be semi-perfect, you have to be very gentle and very patient and very slow with it, mm. um, which is something that, like, oh, five years ago, like, that was not part of my personality at all. <laughs> I love what you said about the redeeming. Sorry, I'm just going to take it like a, a mini step backwards. I now that you say that I actually it's so funny because when I was in school um I knew that I wanted to do art and then um long story short I actually like my high school experience of art was just not grand <laughs> in my personal opinion and so for 2 years after that I literally refused to do art I was like nah I was put off so much that I was like, no, nah, it's fine. Now it's literally the thing that I'm like the most passionate about. So, and it was God that literally drew me. I remember mm. in my second year, in a, a, it was a December. I remember for some reason, I just remember in, there was a December holiday where I was binge watching One Tree Hill. <laughs> and, and I just, I was just drawing. I just drew while I was, while the series, you know, was watching mm -hmm. series and it's the weirdest thing because, you know, now it's the the thing that I'm like the most passionate about. Um, and to think that I almost completely wrote it off and I was like, no, my experience sucked. Mm -hmm. So henceforth, I shan't do this. Um, but like you say, God just redeems those things and he knows, like he knows exactly what we need when we yep. need it. So it's so true. Just patience in developing those yeah. things. I also want to encourage the people who may be listening um, as we start to wrap up. For those of you who like feel like you're not sure yet what you're passionate about and you're still trying to figure that out and you're not sure how this plays into your purpose or what your purpose is even, don't feel like God's holding out on you. Like I think we often tend to default our thinking to that. Um, like I said, I think mm. we put this image of what we we perceive of God that's been informed, misinformed by many people and things in our lives. But actually, I want yeah. to encourage you to say, like, God's not hiding your plan, your purpose, your passions. Um, he wants mm. you to desire it. But that means that he's not probably going to yell it at you from the other side of the room. 
He <laughs> wants you to lean in. Yeah. Um, and he wants that intimacy where he'll probably whisper it into your ear. So if yes. you're feeling discouraged and a bit lost, um, I want to say just keep pressing in, keep pursuing God, um, his word, his presence, and he will whisper mm. to you um, in one of those moments. He'll whisper to your heart. And when you, I, I promise yeah. you, when you have that passion, it's like your heart just like that little leap. Um, yes. And uh, I also just want to encourage you that your main purpose is is not necessarily to do a thing. You were created for relationship um, with Jesus and with God. And so therefore your main purpose is you in Christ. Um, so there's mm. no pressure. <laughs> I want to just remove that pressure. Yes. Um, and then for those of you who are super passionate, who can't contain it, do the thing. Start. <laughs> um, because Jesus, even Jesus was full of zeal for God. Um so, you know, like move in the direction of wherever your passion is stirring right now and just take the yeah. first step and it'll evolve as it goes because, like we said earlier, God doesn't show you the whole 10-step plan. <laughs> he shows you the first step no. um, and he wants us to just yes. be faithful with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Will... I actually remembered um, I, I wrote down something in a journal a few years ago that said presence over purpose. Mm. And so it's it's so important for us to rather pursue, not to pursue the gift, but to pursue the giver. Yes. Um, as much as he's put dope things in, in us, mm-hmm. you know, talents and giftings and things, it's more about him and, and his, uh, you know, our relationship yeah. with him rather than the things that we can do for him. So... I hope that encourages y'all and uh, we'll be chatting more about this on our next live. Yes, definitely. We'll be getting into some details. Hopefully we'll have a guest speaker. So we're keeping it short and sweet today. Um, Remember to follow us on Instagram. That's where we update you on all things podcast related. We'll post the resources that Nicole was posting there. We have our live chats yes. on there and we remind you when and what time our live chats are on there. <laughs> um, yeah, you yes. can also leave us a review. It helps um, other people find our podcast and it just helps um, us share our our message. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Cool. See you in the next one.